Hello, this is Maurice Harker. I'm glad you've taken the time to listen to this podcast. What you're about to listen to is a set of principles that come from the discoveries I've made as a therapist working with married people and people fighting for self-mastery. And so please enjoy what you're listening to. And then when you want more advanced training, look us up at Life Changing Services, especially if you're a married person, check out the Marriage Repair Workshop and the Lazarus Lectures. Enjoy what you listen to. Well, today we're starting out with a discussion. Uh, as you know, I like to do discussions in these, uh, in, these sec- in these classes. And so the discussion today is going back to that pioneer time um, when the husband may have just been called to a mission and he has to leave his home and his family and his wife in wherever they're at in that pioneer in that pioneer travel or pioneer in those pioneer days. And I wanted you to think about this. I wanted you to think about the reluctance or the, the pain of acknowledging that we are going to be separated um, by distance. The communication is going to be not as, as easy as, was, as it was when we were at home together. And so what do you think the woman is experiencing as she's as she's acknowledging that her husband just got called to serve a mission in some type of another another state or another country. What is the wife experiencing during that time? And I'll have you ponder that for a second. How am I gonna do this part that he's done so well? Good, what else is going through that pioneer woman's mind? Especially we don't know, maybe if we knew what the, the person's uh, career was, he might be a blacksmith, what is he doing to bring in the money? So really even going through some of the, even some betrayal trauma, rumination, or what am I gonna do? How am I gonna navigate this type of stuff? Yeah, whole new transition, right? And so let's, let's just work this through the denial, the anger, the bargaining, the depression or the sadness that might come. Then we'll go through the resignation or the surrender, or the new, new level of acceptance. What are some of the denial statements or what is, what is the adversary going to do? And if, if, we, if we focus on the denial through the adversary, what's the, what's the adversary going to use with denial as he sees that this pioneer woman is now on her own and that her husband is moving to another mission? or going on this mission? What is some, what are the, some of the denial phrases or denial feelings that this person's feeling? Are you thinking about denial in regards to herself mm-hmm. or her? Situation, relationship, maybe even, maybe, there might be even a denial of, of faith, right? That's where my mind went, like the denial that I wasn't capable. I'm not able to do this. I denying the fact that I'm, I can find a way to do this hard thing, um, but maybe my mind might go to the, all of the crisis of, oh, I'm not going to be able to do this. So that's where my mind went first. Yeah. So really Satan's going to really go in and create this insulting statement that you're not able, that you're not capable of doing. And so in that we go to that denial of our abilities, of our capabilities to do such a thing and navigate such a hard transition and adjustment yeah a denial of like your ability to achieve and get your needs fulfilled on your own right 
this is a huge resignation. I mean, the de denial of that and really going to what Hallie was saying is like the denial of our capability to, to do this without our help meet or the person that we're supposed to be um, cleaved to. But in earlier sessions, we were talking about the different definitions of cleaving is that there's that, that there's that cleaving that says, I need to make sure that I can still be my independent self but there's that cleaving that in there's that cleaving that says I'm still going, I'm going to work toward that interdependent self, but I need to learn that independent self. And so Satan's always going to attack that ability to be independent for sure. But then there's that, there's that negative cleaving of codependency cleaving, the codependency cravings that come in and say, no, and he fulfills my needs in this regard. I was just thinking if I were, it would be difficult for me thinking of different times of my life where I thought, you know what, wait a minute. We really just loved what we heard when we joined this church, right? And it's just so great. It's been so cool uh, to have this new knowledge and to meet this new community and to really reframe what life means to us and who God is in our life. Wow, this is such a blessing, right? and be headed in this direction of well what's going to open up next is so great and then to find out that what's required of me is something that i did not want to sign up for i mean that was not in my wait a minute when i signed up to say yes to this did i know that this was going to be asked of me um that just makes me a little bit questioning whether I'm in the right place, whether you, um, whoever called him on a mission, are you really being inspired or are you just desperate? Because I'm more desperate than you. Do you know what I mean? That would kind of make me mad. And then I would think, you know what? This isn't, this isn't okay. I, I'm not okay with this, especially because I've given up everything, especially if my story was, you know, we came all this way and now our families don't love us anymore. We gave up a lot of stuff to come here and do this. And now, now we're giving up this. There would be a ton of, um, wait a minute. Is this what, is this part of this whole story? I didn't kind of see this piece of it. Yeah, it, it definitely describes the, the biochemical. I mean, like, look at this physical response of physical separation in pioneer days. Now the biochemical response that we're experiencing when we initially get married, right? We, we initially get married saying, oh man, we're going on this journey together. We maybe have, the, have these ideas, these perceptions that come along and all of a sudden, bam, you hit with this big separation or a separation of spiritual, emotional, cognitive, you know, verbal intimacy or some type of betrayal of that, right? And so the biochemical response of saying, ooh, no wonder I feel, or no wonder it's valid, I don't feel a, a need to separate or no wonder it's valid. I feel like I want to cling to this person or I want the codependency cleave or have these codependency cravings. It's so valid what we're experiencing now. Now we're going to get, oh, go ahead, Helly, and then I'll go into the next area. Well, just when Karen was talking, it makes me think of something that I think is pretty common in betrayal trauma in this, in the situations we find ourselves in and back to what we, that denial is that we deny that we so we question sometimes if we made the right choice, like she was referring to with joining the church, but we question, 
did we make the right choice? Did we marry the wrong guy? A little taking that a little bit further, then we go into this. Can I even trust my own instincts? Do I know when I'm getting a confirmation? Do I even know when the spirit is speaking to me? And so I, that just what Karen was talking about reminded me of something that I hear all the time and have experienced myself is that questioning of my own instincts. And if I even know what the spirit feels like. And questioning God. Yes. Right. Like, God, can you really see me? Yep. Uh, like this isn't okay. Especially because then we, we, we really transition to that bargaining. Bargaining is probably the most, the, the hardest state is because we get into that fretting instead of that pondering. And so as we listened to that through the lessons before, like we really need to really involve God in this state of bargaining or those anger states or any type of grieving states, especially because Satan's going to attack onto that and make us fret, make us paranoid, do whatever we can to, to keep us in that betrayal trauma state or re-traumatize us in some way to, to make sure that we stay a vulnerable and very um, insecure in those moments. And so really going in and getting to that pondering state with God is really huge as we navigate these. Hello, you've just finished listening to one of our episodes of Memoirs of an LDS Therapist. It's important to me that you have a chance to get more and more of these principles. We kept this brief because you probably have a busy life, but there's so much more. So please listen to the rest of these episodes and look for ways to apply them to your life. And ready f when you're ready for some deep and complex training, please look us up at lifechangingservices.org, specifically the marriage repair workshops and the Lazarus lectures. I look forward to seeing you in those more advanced trainings.